This is the PBN Professional Business Networking Show. Networking works when you do, and PBN gives you the power to fulfill your professional and personal dreams. Each week, I'm talking with a PBN member about how they get business done through the power of their network. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Taylor Cole Longacre, and today we're talking with Patrick McCoy, founder and owner of Village Professional Painters. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you for having me. This is good to talk with you. I am familiar with Village Professional Painters, um, both from professional business networking and because you have helped us at our house. Yes. But for the benefit of everyone, let's talk a little bit about your background okay. and why you got in this business. Perfect. Um, so I'm originally from Southern California. I uh, moved out here in 1995. Uh, my background in California was customer service management, and I kind of bring those qualities to the, the painting uh, field as well. Um, like I said, I moved here in 95, went to work for a company called UST uh, that manufactured and finished graphite golf products such as uh, arrows, uh, golf shafts, pole vaults, things like that. Oh, did you spend a lot of time on the golf course? A little back bit, then, yeah? just a little bit back then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the CEO of the company um, wanted to start his own little side business and asked me to um, come run that for him, quit his job, and come run that. Well, after a couple of years, he got let's just say he got tired of the the franchise business and said maybe an offer to buy him out and I did and I dropped the franchise and started Village. Really? Yeah. So it started right in the Dallas Fort Worth area? It did. Initially? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then were you any did you have any experience with painting and all of that before you took over the business? No, it it all came through the experience. Uh, we went through a, a one month training uh, period in Pennsylvania. Really it's all been uh, learning on the job on the fly. So how many years now given that time from uh, when you left the corporate world and joined. How long is that? We been? just celebrated 21 years. Wow, that's great. That's a lot of houses, that's a lot, lot of commercial house. business. That's yes. A lot, of, a lot of no sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I understand you have, is it three P's of painting? Yes, we yeah. do. Thank you very much. Okay. So we do uh, painting, uh, power, power washing, both commercial and residential, and then parking lot striping. Okay. So you can power wash my fence. You can power wash the driveway. Correct. And I, can, the, I can power wash uh, the your commercial parking lot out front uh, and then we can stripe it afterwards too and then we also do residential power washing so oh cool yeah, houses fences decks arbors all that so to get that junk and funk off of the outside of the brick and beautify it again you can do all those kinds of things yes ma'am okay I like the three P's <laughs> now I, I personally know because we are part of professional business networking together I personally know some things about your business and as I said you have painted our house but what really sets you apart from the rest of the painters in the industry? Well, I'm glad you asked that because that's a really important part, um, really important question. One of the things is, is that all of our employees work directly for us. I do not sub out to a third party. And the reason why I do that is because we really try to create relationships with our clients. Um, you know, we know it's a lot more than just about doing a job, collecting a check and moving on. And my guys understand that as well. They understand that if they come in and do a good job for you, you may tell one or two people. But it, yeah. If they give you a bad experience, especially with social media right now, it can, oh, be, yeah. it can it blow can, up on you. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, we really try to make our employees vested in the company. Uh, we treat them very well. They get vacation pay. Um, at Thanksgiving time, my wife and I, we buy the families Thanksgiving dinners, the whole thing, turkey. 
stuffy oh, potatoes. Oh, yes. everybody <laughs> looking for a great place to work. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get holiday bonuses at the end of the year. So we figure if we keep our employees vested, um, then they'll keep our their, our customers vested as well. You know, and that is an important point, Patrick, with so many contractors and subcontractors mm-hmm. and different vendors and kind of day workers that are supporting a lot of the construction and uh, commercial, um, I guess, building industry. It's kind of a, I, I almost consider it a risk in a way because you just don't know who is getting on your roof or who's painting or you know, who's coming in your home. Absolutely. And that's why we don't subcontract that. I've tried to use subcontractors before, but all you end up being them is a check. They just come in and they blow and go. There's no service. There's no communication. You don't know when they're going to show up. Um, and it's difficult to have employees because it's tough to find people that have the same expectations and quality that we expect um, on all of our projects. But the turkey is the turkey, great. The yeah. turkey, yeah. And then they get holiday <laughs> bonuses at the end of the year and vacation pay. So. And you you consider them part of your team, right? I do. Because they're out there representing your brand and everything that they that's do. Ex- that's exactly right. You that's couldn't cool. put it any better. Yep. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about those three P's and how maybe some processes and things that you do that sets you apart once you get to the job site. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, one of the services I provide is color consultation for all my clients. So I work with them one-on-one, first of all, to find the right color. We get color samples, put them up. I show you different angles, kind of like lighting in a studio. It's yeah. very important because um, color is one thing I've learned over the years that you can never, ever take for granted. I've seen it look different on three walls in one room, and then the fourth wall look completely different. So it's really oh. important yeah, that we give you time to live with that color, look at it different lighting, different angles, just to make sure that it's, it's the right color. Um, start a little bit with exterior. Okay. Um, first of all, the most important part of exterior painting is the prep work. So we come out beforehand. We power wash the house. Uh, if there's any carpentry work that needs to be done, for example, fascia board, siding, things like that, we can do that as well. Um, then we go through, we inspect the entire house. We even take the extra step and inspect your non-painted windows for caulking. Um, so even if we're not painting them, if they still need caulking, we'll make sure the house is caulked up. And then sometimes you'll find where the uh, wood on the house is still good, but the paint might be peeling away. Yeah. Uh, we scrape, sand, and prime that before we start the painting process. So that's pretty much about the outside. I like that. I've, I've noticed that some painters will just come in and literally start painting over mm-hmm. things. I know there's cobwebs, there's dust, there's debris, leaves, and I end up with some painted leaves, you know, from the <laughs> Hopefully gutter. Hopefully not when we Not when you did it. No. And I'm on my third house, and I was like, wow, how, how kind of shoddy job, you well, know? Like I said, all they're looking for is a paycheck. You know, it's not about building relationships. It's not about quality. It's not about communication. It's just about getting the check and moving on. And, and that's why most of these guys are only lasting business for a couple of years, you know, because yeah. it's the building of the relationships. Word of mouth is the most inexpensive way to build your business. And, you know, that's why they're painters and they're not businessmen. Yeah. So, um, and you're right here in the community, the Dallas. Fort Worth area for us. So one thing is, you know, you're going to see me. If I'm not happy with the job, we might see each other at a business meeting or networking or something like that. Now, what are are the other, you have some other tips for painting? So inside painting, yes, then we'll move to inside painting right now. Um, One of the things that we try to do is be as least intrusive on the inside of your house. We don't want to come and tear the whole house up. Uh, What we do is we really talk to our clients, find out where the priority are, what rooms they want 
get done first. So, for example, probably the bedrooms and the kitchen and the living room, stuff like that. Come in and get those rooms done first, get them put back together, and then uh, move on to other places in the house, you know, like maybe offices or upstairs lofts, game rooms, things like that. So the most important thing is trying to be as, as least intrusive as possible. Uh, my guys come in and they'll move all the furniture. You don't need to worry about that. They'll take, oh. all, take all the face plates off the wall, the electrical face plates, remove all the blinds, and then they'll put everything back as soon as we're done. Um, we do the same thing, the color consultation on the inside as we do on the out. Yeah, because uh, I've had my share of rooms, Patrick. You didn't do our inside, and I've had share my share of rooms that I've painted the wrong color. I had this vision, and I thought, <laughs> yeah. I love lime green. It's mm-hmm. going to be energizing, and you know, maybe it'll just give me that extra motivation each day. Uh, it didn't work. I always well. say the most difficult part after finding a contractor is finding the right color. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I had the outside of my house done two years ago, and I do this for a living, and I was driving my project manager crazy because she was like you need to pick a color so even I do it for a living I still couldn't find the right color that I was looking for so <laughs> <laughs> and there's all these trendy colors too you mm-hmm. know people are wanting to paint things the chartreuse blue or I was back in the day I remember the buttercream everyone wanted buttercream and I got all into that and then regretted it mm-hmm. um, and then now I love grays and those warm tones mm-hmm. but it always changes gray is very popular right now but it's it's one of those colors that I've never seen cycle through so fast it's already becoming unpopular but everything is reciprocal 10 years ago everybody was getting rid of wallpaper and they were doing that heavy uh, plastering I did that and yeah. then they were doing the faux finishing and all that kind of stuff and now all that's going away and wallpaper's coming back so that you know, crazy wallpaper yeah wallpaper's coming back actually not those old 70 floral you know okay I was going to say is it the textured wallpaper with the mirrored uh, you know kind of inlays yes exactly and there's a, and there's also oh, something that are coming what? back what what yeah I know it's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's all reciprocal. So, but wow. Yeah. Okay. And what about removing wallpaper? Do you guys help we, with that? We do do that. We remove wallpaper. We also um, take down popcorn ceilings, retexture. What? Yes. Okay. I have a rental property with popcorn yeah. ceiling. And we've actually invested on some very um, elite equipment this year where taking down popcorn used to be such a mess. Yeah. And, scraping it mm-hmm. and retexturing. And then the mess that it creates because basically you're creating mud all over again and you're scraping it off and letting it fall to the ground and then we actually bought some equipment last year that is now uh, a grinder attached to a HEPA vacuum cleaner so as we're grinding it it's um, sucking it all into a vacuum cleaner now now you're still going to have some residual dust but the mess is about 80% of what it was oh before oh my gosh and it's huge. so much faster so we get the job in get in and get out get done love that yeah popcorn ceilings are <laughs> the funny thing about it is I laugh my parents actually in the 70s had that stuff purposely put in their house purposely. with the with the little yeah. sparkles in there, so it made it look like stars at night. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, popcorn ceilings are going away, and we can get rid of them for you. Um, you know, we also do carpentry work, uh, minor carpentry work, like on the outside, like I mentioned, we do huh? uh, replace siding. We can do um, fascia boards. Inside, we do tape bed and texturing. Uh, we do drywall work. We can do uh, baseboard installation. Um, the only thing that we can't handle is anything that's load-bearing, um, like, for example, door frames, doors, uh, any electrical people are always asking us to change lights out, things like that. The reason is my liability insurance does not cover that, okay. so we don't do anything that's... So load-bearing, electrical, anything like plumbing. I've asked people to ask us to do plumbing. I'm like, we're painters. We're not plumbers. <laughs> so, but yeah. Now, what about working with other contractors? If I have someone scheduled to take down the light fixture, but I want to make sure that everything happens at the right time so that when you're painting, you're painting 
getting the right stuff so that the new fixture works? Do you guys kind of coordinate together if we need to? That is a great question. Actually, you know I work directly uh, with somebody in the remodeling industry. Yeah. Uh, Devin and I work very closely together. Um, we don't sub each other out. We refer each other out. But if we are doing a project together, um, we, we handle all the coordination. You know, for example, like if we're doing the outside and we're replacing gutters, Devin's going to be placing the gutters. He'll come in beforehand, pull those gutters off, let us do all the prep work behind there, making sure that everything's sealed up, let us do the painting, and then he'll come and reinstall the new gutters afterwards. Oh, so. That takes a load off of the homeowner or the property owner just because you're doing that coordination. And Patrick, you've mentioned Devin Motti with um, accountable roofing <laughs> and restoration. Sorry, so <laughs> that's great, though. That's yeah. great because that's the way we get business done, right, is yep. partnering together and referrals and keeping you know each other in the loop when we're getting ready to do a job. That's so convenient for the homeowner. Yeah, Devin's fantastic. He's he's really the first contractor that I've really worked with that has the same expectations and quality level. I mean, I, I trust him with everything. So. Now, you've given us some great tips on the outside of the home and the inside. What other tips do you have? Because I know you've got lots based on your <laughs> multiple years of experience. Well, just a couple things. Um, before you hire a contractor, there's a couple things I'd like for you to, to, to understand and, and ask yourself these questions beforehand. One is that the state of Texas does not require contractors to be either licensed or insured. So please make sure that your contractor is insured because if they're not and something happens uh, to your house, you could be held liable. Really? Yes. My own home. Your own home? Yeah. If you have a contractor and, and he has somebody working for him and they fall off the roof yeah. and you don't have insurance, that employee can come after you. So it's very – and check the insurance. I know this sounds really shady, but we actually landed a job a few months ago where she um, – Mrs. Stevens called me up and said, you know, we'd like for you to do our project. And I'm very diligent about finding out why we either want a job or didn't. What am I doing wrong? What do I need to get better at? And she said originally um, she wasn't going to hire us because we were a little bit more expensive. But when she checked on the other individual's insurance, he had the paperwork, said he was insured, and then called the insurance company and said he dropped it a month after he got his certificate of insurance. So Wow. Unfortunately, I hate saying this, but the contracting industry is is can be very shady. And so you really want to do due diligence and, you know, do your homework on your contractor, mm-hmm. check referrals. Um, another thing, too, is we don't ask for any money down. We ask for no deposit. There's nothing due until the job is completed and you've had a chance to inspect the work. Okay. Now, I do understand there's certain contractors that do need, you know, a material deposit. Every once in a while, we'll ask for one if we're on a big project, like anything over around $10,000. Yeah. But if they're asking for anything more than 20%, you need to run. There's no reason why a contractor needs more than 20% down. Um, you know, I've heard horror stories about 50 to even 100% down that people have. What? Just handing over the money before the job's even begun. Even even started. And then sometimes they may show up and then sometimes they may not. They've oh, already no. got a portion of your money. So just do your due diligence and really do your background check on any contractor, whether it's painting, landscaping, roofing, anything. If you're going to have somebody on your house, make sure that you're somebody that you trust. Yeah, my in-laws had some trouble similar to that. They had paid the contractor. The insurance company apparently said, okay, this this is approved. So they were like, okay, we'll just go ahead and hand over the insurance check mm-hmm. to that company. And they started to take down the gutters, and they came and started pulling the windows out. Never showed up again. 
They take they had taken the insurance money, mm-hmm. damaged the home worse than it was before, <laughs> and then never showed up again. Yeah. Couldn't find them, and then the um, the so-called insurance information they provided, the company name wasn't the name of the contractor that had come out. Yeah, so they right. had a hard time trying to find the company that had done the damage. That's really why you want to do your background check on on them, you know. And I always recommend get three estimates. Um, but if you are going to get three estimates, make sure you read the estimates when they come back to you. Uh, I run into this a lot where people will talk to three different contractors and they'll hear three different stories, but they're thinking, okay, well, everybody's doing the same thing. And one of the things I'm very adamant about is that before we start a job is I sit down uh, with our clients and go back over the contract one last time just so that they know exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and there's no questions. Any Nothing worse than when I get a phone call in the middle of a job and one of my uh, production managers or uh, job site supervisor says, okay, the customer said you're going to, you said we were doing this, but it's not on the work order. Mm. So that yeah. happens, yeah. you know, because people hear all these stories and they hear something from this contractor, something from this contractor, and they're just assuming, well, he didn't may not have said it, but I'm sure he's doing it because this contractor said they were going to. It needs to be in writing. It needs to be part of the work order. And you're managing your team and your team's time. So you would be surprised how many times, even though it's in writing, yeah. people still their expectations are like they don't read their contracts. Yeah. They really don't. It surprises me how many times they don't read those contracts. Yes. They're just looking at the bottom line price. And if they like the price, they're signing off on it, not really know what work's going to be done. Well, I like that you consult with the homeowner or property owner about what to expect and what you will do going over it so that we are clear. Absolutely. And I remember that there were a couple of places that I said, okay, what about this corner or what about these things? I made a list and your team came right back out, Patrick, and said, we're here to, to correct the job. We're here to make sure you're happy looking at it again. You consulted with us on the gray paint. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the outside of the house, but you consulted with us on the gray paint in different light because I had chosen a lighter color. Turns out the darker color looks so much better. And so I really appreciate that extra level of detail. Well, thank you. Yeah, there's always going to be a punch list. I mean, there's you just, especially like you said, in certain lighting, you'll see it in the morning time and then you come back in the afternoon and you can't. And, and the, when we finish up an inside project, what we do is we leave your roll of blue tape. And we said, every time you see a spot, don't call us to come back and fix it. Give yourself a couple weeks, just hit it with the blue tape, and then we'll come out. And whether we see it or not, because you may see it in the evening time, but we may come back in the morning time and you won't see that spot. If we see the blue tape, we'll roll it out again, making sure that's covered. Uh, and it's just a win-win situation. That way our clients aren't calling us out every 10 minutes to come out and find something that they fix, and then we don't have to keep coming and intruding in on their lives. Oh, I love that. So like you really like this. You really enjoy what you do. I love I love the marketing side of it. Um, you know, every job has a challenge. Would I ever go back to corporate America? No. I mean, I love owning my own business. Um, I love watching it grow. Um, when we get, you know, we customer calls us says your crew were just fantastic. You know, they were so professional. They were so polite. You know, that just warms my heart. But not every job is perfect, but we try to do the best we can. Yeah, and it sounds like you take that extra time and you've got a great team and you've got lots of experience mm-hmm. in seeing how jobs should be done. Correct. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Now, I'm seeing a lot of trends out there right now, specifically in my neighborhood. People are wanting to paint their brick. I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on some of these trends that are happening, especially with exteriors of properties and businesses That's and another residences. great question. Another great question. We do a lot of brick painting. 
Uh, but one thing I do is I'm very adamant about telling people, once you paint the brick, there's no going back. Yeah. So make sure that you want to do it. Um, and, and again, it's a specialty. Um, people just think you can come out and start painting brick, brick like you do siding, and that's not the case. You know, you got to make sure you've got a masonry primer on it before you paint it. Again, it's the prep work, the most important part. Um, but yeah, brick is very trendy right now being painted. Um, starting to see a lot of stucco houses going up, uh, which is unusual here in Texas. Everything tends to be brick and a little bit of siding. Yeah, I love stucco, though. If I could have my wish, my house would be stucco. So are you able to change a house into stucco? Uh, you need to talk to somebody <laughs> else about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and my homeowners just, association, which I, I don't think they'd approve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. But it's, but yeah, it's 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 a real big trend right now. We're doing a lot of that. So, you know, another big thing that's going in is people are going from stain to paint, whether it's cabinets, uh, decks, arbors, fences. Um, some are going with paint, some are going with solid stain. So I'm seeing a lot of that too. But it's it's the same principle. I tell people once you go back, I mean, once you change it, you can't yeah. go back. So if you if you really don't like stain and you don't want to see stain again, this is fine. But if you think it's just a temporary thing and you may want stain again, then you may want to. Uh, Think about restating your, your your areas and not painting them. Yeah, because these trends, while they look great right now, <laughs> they could quickly become an eyesore That's as, exactly. as we go through. And you get tired of it. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of yeah. times a lot of my returning customers are just because they're tired of the colors that we painted five, six years ago, and they just want to change. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so being thoughtful and meticulous with it, but having your team come out and do a sample of the color, working with us on the color schemes and what looks right in the best lighting? One of the things I always tell uh, all my clients is that don't ask me whether I like the color or not. Um, I'm going to tell you whether if I think it's going to clash. You know, for example, if you got hardwood floors uh, versus carpet, it could look a little bit different, especially, you know, several years ago, beige was the big indoor color. Well, when you got red hardwood floors, yeah. beige can really pink up on you. So yeah. my job is to make sure that the colors that you choose go with your decor. But whether I like it or not, it doesn't matter. I had a, we had a house. <laughs> have to live there. Well, that, yeah. We had a house out in Bridalwood that was uh, about 400 square foot, top to bottom, ceilings and walls, Pepto-Bismol pink. And, um, you know, but once she had the decor back in the house and the furniture didn't, but, well, the house was empty. It was pink. It was Pepto-Bismol pink. pink. Yeah. yeah. And guess what we just got doing about six months ago? Back at pink again? Well, back in the same house, but her husband was not going to let her have oh, pink again. Oh, so you got the job again. That's the one benefit, though, Patrick. You That's know, right. you choose some crazy color, then you know you're going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes those crazy colors are like, uh, yeah, okay, we'll see you in about a few months. So. Or the kids' rooms. You know, these te teenagers who want to paint their room some crazy color. I remember I had the spackle paint. It, it was. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was like some kind of gray and different gray and black and stuff mixed in and I wanted a wall painted that and I was warned but uh, well speckle and, and chalkboard paint it's yeah, another one we deal with with yeah. kids um, multicolors kids like to have several different colors in the room and and so yeah it's uh, you know we you know we're doing a couple houses right now where they just want one or two rooms painted that's fine you know we're not we don't judge on the size because we know eventually you know if we do a good job for them they may want some more painting down the road or you know I've, I've seen one or two rooms turn into Big projects either for themselves or neighbors down the road. So we don't try to turn anybody away. Well, with more people working from home nowadays, I think they're looking at their houses a little <laughs> bit differently. You know, when you have to spend waking 24 hours 
in your house and you're doing your work there, you're eating lunch, you're you know visiting family and friends, and then you realize, oh my gosh, these walls look really dingy, uh, or you know it sure could use a fresher coat of paint. Or maybe. I'm tired of looking at this color because I'm seeing it every day, all day long. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah we this year um, with the COVID that's going on. Um, a lot of people are doing a lot of home improvement and it's really funny because I'll walk into a house and see what they've started painting themselves and they realize what they're getting themselves into and then they'll be calling. So yeah, it's a lot of home improvement this year. Um, people are not selling. They're staying at home and since they're staying at home, they're they're fixing them up. Yeah. I started out very ambitious on a paint job in one of our offices at home and had done all the trim, everything, lower levels, and then realized my ladder wasn't tall enough enough. And the really <laughs> tall ladder I had wouldn't fit in the house. Yep. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do now? Yep. So, yeah. yeah we, <laughs> we started a project this morning and that exact scenario happened. He recommended us to his neighbor across the street because he painted the whole inside of his house by himself till he got to the foyer with the 20-foot vaulted ceilings. And so he wants us to come in and take care of those for you. So, yeah. So you'll do a smaller job. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You know, especially our repeat customers. I've had, we've gone out and painted a fountain for them one time because it's, you know, a little tiny fountain that they just want to paint in the front yard. So, yeah, no job is too small. Love that. What else do you want to share with us, Patrick? You know, that's about it. Just, um, you know, if anybody needs to get a hold of me, um, our number is 817-891-1017. Uh, you can see us on our website at www.villagepropainters.com. Villagepropainters.com. Okay. Yes, that's it. So if you need to get in contact with us, that's the best way to do it. That 817 number, that is my cell phone number. It is directly to me, and I always pick and let, pick up unless I'm with a client or on the other line. Uh, and if you leave a voicemail, I'll get back with you as soon as I can. That's helpful. Well, I appreciate the time to visit with you, thank Patrick. You for me on. Yes, and thank you for all your help with our home and for so many people that we know. They've become to trust you and to rely upon village professional painters because really, you know, you do the job that you say you're going to do and it's with integrity and you follow up. And what more can we ask for? Well, thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank you. Bye. Well, thanks for joining us for the show. I'm Taylor Cole Longacre with Patrick McCoy of Village Professional Painters. We'll see you next time. <laughs> From TV with TLC.